quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast. I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast, get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This While You Shit. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But, like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Why You Shit podcast. I'm a potty mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast, and here's your podcast. Not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, nigga? Me or Google? That my nigga data right now. Be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp, back with some new content I grow to fucking hell with. Uh, first of all, uh, my mic just kept falling. Um, also, I don't know if this camera setup I got is good. Um, if it's not, I don't know when I'm when it's time to record. Uh, but I don't feel like getting up and changing it right now. That song I just played at the top of the pod, that was um Parker. Um, I don't want that many friends in the first place. Um, he also goes by the name um some other shit I forgot it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot his other name. Uh, it's it, I think it's Russ or or some shit like that. Uh, it's it's some it's some like normal shit. Quinn Quinn. His real name was Parker Quinn. How do I know that? Um, I said it on his auto-generated YouTube page. He put his real name in the description. Uh, but, yeah, man, welcome back. 
I want to remind everybody while you're here to go to our Instagram page at Listen Is Why You Shit. Go to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. And if you had the time, um, go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And even if you got more time, I want you to go to the, our Apple Podcast. Give us a review. Whether, whether you hate the podcast or the podcast, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, I didn't say no words just now. Uh, don't matter to me. Just give me a fucking review. Um, yeah, man, I'm back again. Um, let me tell you how, let me tell you about the life of being a podcaster, okay? Um, the life of being a podcaster is kind of like this. So um, I dropped, I want to say, three clips last week. I don't know. Sometimes I'll be, I'm really inconsistent with the clips I'll be dropping. Here's the thing, I'll be editing a lot of clips, but sometimes they all don't get dropped. But I believe I dropped... Yeah, I dropped three clips last week. The one clip I thought was going to go was the clip where I talked about Show Stays America because I believe that shit is not good. Um, that clip did not go. Got 115 views and five comments, about 40-something likes or some shit like that, but it did not go the way I thought it was going to go. So that hurt my feelings, and that's the life of being a podcaster. Sometimes you're wrong. <laughs> Sometimes you're wrong uh, about what you think is going to be uh, good for your Instagram account. I know last week I started with uh, behind the scenes podcast talk. I'm not doing that shit again this week. Um, shout out to everybody who um, hit me up and gave me advice. I want to shout out this one specific listener. I'm going to shout out his Instagram name because he gave me some great advice and I like this guy a lot. I believe his name is at Taj Mir. Shout out at Taj Mir. Um, cool dude. Cool. Very, very, very dope dude. Um, gives me a lot of advice. Um, He's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume he's an avid listener. He knows a lot about the pod. So shout out to him. Shout out to at Tajmir. Give me a lot of advice. Shout out to everybody else who hit me up after hearing that shit. Um, I appreciate all of you. Um, your wisdom is not lost on me. And everything that you told me, I will be taking into account soon. Um, but before I get into some bullshit, let's give you more uh, behind the scenes of my life. Yo, so um, I had a really good chair. I used to sit in during the pod. I had a really good chair. The chair was like $150 or some shit like that. I broke it about a month ago, and I just didn't buy a new one. So uh, my step-grandfather, he runs a funeral home, and they be having these wooden chairs at the funeral home and left a bunch of them here at my dad's house. So I would just use those to sit in. I broke like three, and I was like, I'm really fat. I'm a fat fuck. So I, so I ordered a new chair. My girl, she got me Amazon gift card for, um, for, um, for um, Christmas. Um, shout out to her. Uh... And I used it to buy a new chair. But the chair I bought was very cheap. I bought it off Fat Kid Deals. Um, bad idea. So, <laughs> the chair was originally like $100, but I got it on sale like 50% off or 50 And I should have known that because this chair, I'm sitting in it currently. This chair is so ass, bro. Like, it's it's a like it's so ass. Like, I can't, like, lean back the way I could in my other chair. Like, dude, it only, like, like, my other chair had a massage button on it. I could just massage my lower back. It was a great chair. I should just rebought that other chair. But this chair sucks. So, if you're watching the clips and you're wondering why I'm fidgeting a lot, because this chair is not comfortable. But it's more sturdier. It, it's more sturdier. It's more sturdier? It's more, it's more sturdy than the, uh, the wooden chairs I was sitting in before, man. But yeah, man, how was y'all weeks? Y'all can't respond to me. Listen, that, that's the thing I stole from Larry and Lionel. Shout out Larry and Lionel. I love those guys. We got some big things coming. That's the, that's the thing Larry and Lionel do when they start their pod. Like, hey, man, how was your week? Hey, hey, Lionel, how was your week, bro? Lionel be like, you know, I'm working. I'm sad. First of all, Lionel talk like he's from Harlem. That nigga is from West Philadelphia. He be like, yo, son. <laughs> and Larry be like, yeah, man, you know, I was in the house. I recorded some music with my shoes off. Uh. 
I write on some Jake Dilla beats. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm asking y'all again. How was y'all day? How was y'all week? How how was y'all week going? Y'all can't respond to me, but just in case you feeling sad and you feeling lonely, just know somebody asked you, how was your week? How was your day? Um, but yeah, man, let's get into some topics this week, dog. Um, I wrote a list. I didn't write. I didn't write a script because I don't write scripts anymore. But I wrote a list. Ah, let's start here. Playboy Cardi's album. <laughs> Playboy Cardi album. Uh, finally dropped. Whole lot of red finally dropped after years and years of uh, fans clamoring for it. We finally got it, and uh, the internet was in uproar. They called it whole lot of ass, whole lot of skips, whole lot of trash. I never saw a whole lot of fire. Just, just a whole lot of bad things. And I listen to the album, and I don't necessarily agree or I don't disagree with everybody on the internet takes about Whole Lot of Red. My take about Whole Lot of Red is just, it's, mm, it's, hmm. That's all I can say about the album. It's just, hmm. Because the album isn't terrible, but it's not what we expected. Like, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Like, like Playboy Cardi hasn't dropped in two years, right? But we got a whole bunch of leaks. And a lot of the leaks that we got was music that we... Like was the music that we wanted from him. It was the baby voice. It was happier, lighter beats. And then the whole like first twelve songs or some shit on the album, like twenty four songs, it's just all like this grungy. Like it's going, it's probably gonna go crazy at a mosh pit. But that's not what you kind of wanted to hear. You wanted to hear, you know, the lighter, pure, born type beats. That's that's what you wanted from Playboy Cardi on this album, and he didn't give it to you right away. Now they're all songs on there that are comp are kind of that vibe. Um, it's the one I love you, I hate you, or some shit like that. Um, it's another song on there I like. Uh, the over, I think it's called Over. That was that was the one from the uh, the uh, the the snippet. He was like, "Ew, how the fuck we get to where we started? This lot on for how fun we started." I believe that that's I believe it. Name. It's called Over, Over, and I love you, hate you. I love you, I hate you. Our back to back song. It's probably. My two favorite songs on the album. Now, granted, this shit is 24 songs, like I said, and I've only listened to this one time. I gave it one listen straight through. I've listened to multiple songs a few times, but I haven't really, like, gone back to a lot of them. But I do like that King Vamp song a lot. I think that shit is, I think that shit is funny only because he says K-I-N-G-V-A-M-P. That's me. Like, he just spelled King Vamp and said that's me. But my point is, the album isn't bad. It's just not great. And that's where the disconnect comes in with, with Cardi and Cardi fans. You can't disappear for two years at a time, come back, and then, and then just give us some, hmm. I'm not going to call it mid. You just can't do that and say, oh, I'm going to give you some, hmm. In my opinion, this hot take, I like Mario Judas' four-song Whole lot of Red more than Playboy Cardi's 24-song Whole lot of Red. I like it more. I think it was more, I think Mario Judah did Playboy Cardi better than Playboy Cardi. And what, what do I mean by that? Nobody's going to out Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi, but from the sound of the leaks we got over the last two years, which we expected the album to sound like, right? Mario Judah executed that sound, that sound perfectly. Like, he did it the best. And the fact that we didn't really get that sound from Playboy Cardi on his album Makes me be like, well, maybe Mario Judas should have dropped a whole lot of red. Maybe he could have did this version better. Do I think a whole lot of red is garbage? No, no, I don't think it's garbage. Do I think it will probably age good? 
Probably not. I think I think that there will be maybe four, five, six songs that as time goes along, like will become like a part of Ether. Like, uh, what's that song from Dialit? I ain't felt like this in a long time. I think it might be called Long Time. I don't know. But the first song on the album, right? That song wasn't immediately a thing that just became a part of culture. It took time. And now that song is a part of meme culture. That song is a part of hip-hop culture. It's a part of the ether. So it's going to take time for some of these songs to, to hit the way we expected the album to hit. And I'm okay with that. And besides, Cardi already told us he's going to do the Uzi and come and double black with the Deluxe. And the Deluxe is going to have all the songs that we wanted on it. All the so all the leaks that we heard over the last two years, the the, the fucking ducks is gonna have on it. Which, if he does that, who's mad? Who's mad? Like the reason why the like okay, I think DJ I think DJ I think DJ Academic said it best when um, Eternal Take first first dropped. Right, a lot of niggas was calling the first the first version with all the new songs. They was calling it mid. Niggas was calling it trash. But then he doubled back with the Deluxe, and the Deluxe had all of the music that we, all the leaks that we heard over the last two years, all of the snippets we heard over the last two years on it. So we got we, so we got all the songs we wanted, which in turn made the first album sound better. And like, if you give us the shit that we wanted, then you can do the shit that you want to do. But you got to give us that what we want. If you give us fucking 40-some songs in a matter of a month, you can disappear for another year and a half. That's a lot of music. That's a lot of music. The, the fucking leave us with 40 songs in a matter of a month a few weeks if you you can do that and, and fucking disappear for a year and a half two years if you want because you gave us 40 songs like i'm okay with that but it but it gotta be when it, if he doubles back with that deluxe as rumored to be it has to be the music that we didn't get on uh the first version of the album but I think that this song has some shit on it. It, 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 got, it got some joints I'm going to be listening to. And mind you, I'm not the biggest Playboy Cardi fan. I like, I like vibe music sometimes. I like vibe music sometimes. But I do think that it can get annoying. But that's why I like Playboy Cardi and Spurts. And I think that in Spurts, this album is good. But <laughs> in, in other Playboy Cardi news, um, after... The day of his album drop, Iggy went on Twitter and called this nigga Debbie Dad. I'm not going to break down. I'm not going to read the tweets because I'm not, I don't really give a fuck about that gossip. Like, I thought about it. Like, do I care? I'm like, no, not really. It's not that, it's not that funny. It's just funny, like, all the tweets coming around it. Like, Iggy thought a nigga <laughs> that said Slack was going to take care of his kid. Like, come on now. Bitch, you're 30 years old. You thought this nigga was the nigga that had the child with. It's funny because she was like, he don't take care of the, he don't, he don't take care of the child, the child that he wanted. I was like, bitch, your body, your choice. If you ain't want this baby, don't have the baby. Like, it's your body. If you say, no, I don't want this, John. What are you going to say? No, please keep it, slat. No, fuck out of here. Like, he's not going to keep the baby. You're not going to keep the baby. Like, what is, what are you talking about? I do think it's funny how um, a few days after those tweets came out, um, <laughs> Cardi went and got his son. <laughs> like he, like he never said nothing about the internet. We just he just see, we just see pictures of him with his son, and it's one specific picture of him and his son where him and his son both like they on all the drugs. If you're watching the clip right now, I'm gonna put it next to my head. It's right here, but he look like he's on all the drugs in this. <laughs> like his son, like he do work the forty hour work shift. His son looked tired. Like his son looked like dad. I'm supposed to be a baby. Stop talking to me like that. And like Playboy Cardi and his son speak the same language. It's a video of Playboy Cardi's son playing the piano keys, and Cardi in his head was like, 
Oh, son, yo, make that beat. Like, get, let me hop on that. Like, it's just, <laughs> I just think it's funny how quickly uh, Cardi went from I'm a Debbie dad and I love my kid. Also, hold on. <laughs> it's this one tweet um, people uh, have been making, uh, have been doing a Cardi reenactment of, and I need to find it so I can play it right now because it's, it's the, it's, I, I, <laughs> I laugh at it <laughs> all the time. Look, I I've watched this video so much that usually when I um uh, I we usually when I pop usually when I go on um usually when I go on I'm I'm stuttering excuse me excuse me when I usually when I go on YouTube um it's already in my recommended but it's a it's a it's a tweet that niggas have um made a meme and niggas acted out the meme and I'm gonna play it right now and I hope this translate and it's funny as I thought it was. I told me bitch shut up my. <laughs> all that hype up all that hype up just so i get a good laugh <laughs> Hold on, let's, let's let's run it back so y'all can really hear this shit i told me bitch shut up my son crap <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I told that bitch shit up my son, kind. <laughs> that shit's so funny to me. I'm sorry. You guys may not find that as funny as I find it, but I find that shit hilarious. But that's all I that's that's all I thought about when I see Playboy Cardi and his son in that picture. It's like I told that bitch shit up my son, kind. That shit so funny. Oh my god. So yeah, Playboy Cardi is is a is a, is a deadbeat dad, and uh, niggas called him out on Twitter. Then he immediately. Went and got his son so he can be around bitches to tell him to shut up that his son is crying. And hey, Cardi, live your best life, King. Don't let that white woman tell you what to do. That's nothing I want to talk about real fast. Yo, black women, I'm going to post this clip. Black women will find any reason to shit on black men. This sounds like a hot take, but they will find literally any reason. All year, literally all year, we've been saying fuck white people. Fuck white women. Fuck them all. Just fuck all white people. That's literally been an energy all year. All fucking year there's been an energy. The first time a white woman got on Twitter to speak bad about a black man. All you all you black bitches. Excuse me, I shouldn't say that. Because if I say that, y'all going to think I hate y'all. So let me not say it like. All you black women did was hype her up and be like, yes, these niggas ain't shit, queen. Don't let her. Why you say that to that white bitch? Why y'all let that white bitch call us ain't shit? Protect us. Prote like, protect us. We are under attack. <laughs> like, all year it's been fuck white people. And then Iggy Azalea got on Twitter to say, yo, black men ain't shit. And y'all was like, yes, bitch, these niggas ain't shit. She was like, yes, bitch, these niggas aren't nothing. And y'all was like, Right, that sounded weird, but yeah, that works. These niggas aren't anything. You're you're right. That's not really the phrase. I don't know why you put the R there, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Y'all just let that shit rock like it was nothing, yo. I'm sick and tired, yo. I'm not really the nigga to hop into uh, black men and black women debate. I stay out of it because, you know, a wise woman once told me once before, if it don't apply, let it fly. A lot of shit don't apply to me. Like, I'd be respecting black women. I'd be protecting black women, so... That shit don't apply to me. I let it fly. But then the first time that white bitch got on Twitter said some shit about a black man, y'all was ready to eat him the fuck up. Eat him the... Yo, let, let a white man get on Twitter and talk ill about a black woman 
and black men being a, and black women and black men being in replies talking about some yo these bitches really ain't shit bro these bitches ain't re- really ain't shit y'all gonna y'all gonna have a field day with us y'all gonna give us all the think pieces of how how much black men hate black women and how patriarchy stands together and how the black man is the closest thing to the white man in the black community y'all gonna give us all of those think pieces and the first time a white woman said yo niggas ain't shit y'all was like they ain't granted Playboy Card need to be there for his son. I'm not going to defend it, but how we know? How we know she telling the truth? My thing is, why wait until the day of his album drop to say all this shit? She literally waited until the day of the drop of his album to say this shit. That's nuts. That is absolutely look. That's that's bonkers. If we being real, that's bonkers. So yeah, that's um that's all I had to say on that. Um, I'm sick and tired of of uh, black men <laughs> being scapegoated as the worst part of the black community when, if, when all honesty is gay black men because they be going nuts on us and that's not homophobia. That's just like what I see. But I'm probably gonna cut that. Out. I ain't gonna put that in the clip. All right, man. <laughs> on to my next topic. I don't want to sound homophobic no more. Um, what the fuck I want to talk about? I forgot. Hold on, y'all. Let me look at my notes. Y'all like, yo, Don, you so you you so. You so, you so, niggas be like, yo, bro, your pie mad organized. It's not. <laughs> not no more. <laughs> not no more. I'll be so unorganized. I'll turn my mic on, start talking, hoping. I'll just be hoping and praying that y'all be entertained. I'll just be hoping and praying y'all niggas be entertained. I swear to God. <laughs> i just be hoping and praying. Y'all be like, no, nah, that was a good pod this week. And sometimes it don't be. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, let's talk about, um, let's, let's talk about Meek, yo. Let's talk about Meek. Um... Meek Mill hop on Clubhouse last night. Um, it was a Clubhouse chat room. I believe it was called like, yo, uh, creatives in Philly come and talk about the problems with, with Philly. And um let me let me let me see what the exact name of the room was. Uh a Philly Clubhouse, come come say your piece. And niggas was in there just talking about uh the art scene in Philly and how Philly need to uplift Philly. And niggas was coming at Meek saying, yo, Meek don't really do nothing for the city. And it was it was it was a lot of it was a lot of that talk going on. And I, it was a lot of good things said. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I, I literally forgot his name. I feel bad for forgetting his name now. But he hopped on and said something, right? They was talking about how um, the type of people we, we respect in our community in Philly. Like, So it can be a guy who's grinding for 10 years, 15 years, but he not really making the content that uh, Philly people um, resonate with. And that doesn't mean it's bad. Like, the content could be actually, like, objectively really good. Like, if it's film, it can be filmed well. You have good shots. It can be written well. But it doesn't resonate with Philly people, and it just won't hit. But a nigga who got um, uh, two robber, uh, two felonies and face tattoos and shot people can make a song tomorrow, and that shit will blow up. And he was saying how um, we don't. The people that we respect in Philly are always the same type of people, and it's never, it doesn't deviate at all. It never deviates from the norm. And I think Meek is, Meek, uh, Meek is a main component in the problem with that. Like, the, the rappers that Meek signed, even if they aren't from Philly, are always the same type of rappers. The way Meek talk, like, Wallow was saying something like, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, um, um, if you go, if you're going to say, you gonna help your homie out. Well, don't wait till you get rich to help him out. Help him out now. Like teach him how to use some shit. If you, if fucking you not use some shit, and Meek immediately brought back to the streets. He's like, yeah, like if you say you gonna go spend a block, nigga, don't tell me go spend a block. I was like, Meek, 
how the fuck did we get to violence? Like, how the, and that, and that be the thing, like, niggas in Philly are always going to support the most violent shit and the most gritty and gutter shit because I think that's how the city sees itself. The city sees itself as this gritty, violent city when in all actuality, most of us don't move like that. There is a, there is a, a, a very violent and small minority who are people who live that lifestyle when the vast majority of us don't live like that. But we allow that minority to dictate the culture in this city. And I don't know why we've, I don't know why we allow that to happen for so long. For so long, that has been the face of this city when it's not that. Like, it is that, but it's only as like, okay. I've met more niggas in this city that's that's gone to college and got degrees, is working to get a good job than niggas that I know that got felonies. That's facts. I know more niggas with degrees than niggas that got felonies. And you may be saying, bro, you from uptown, bro. It's all y'all niggas. I don't know if y'all know about uptown, but niggas be killing these niggas up here every day. You know what I'm saying, bro? I got I got the app. What's that app called and shit? They be letting you know when niggas die. I got the citizen app. I got it on my phone. I got it. Every day. Nigga walk, uh, nigga shot on 78th Street. Nigga got stabbed on old guns. Niggas back, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas get killed up here. Niggas is violent up here too. So it's not like it doesn't exist where I'm from. I just know more niggas who have gone to college, who got good jobs, who's trying to get out the hood, the niggas who are stuck in this loop of just being a nigga. And I don't say that, I, and like, I don't say it to demean you. I'm saying like, that's how they see it. They see it's just, just a nigga. Like Ho said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be that one person forever when there's, there's, like, you can't, you can't just keep moving this one way and expect this one way to be the way that we are, we are going to be represented forever. And um, one of the biggest stories I saw come out of that clubhouse chat room last night was, it was some nigga from, from, from Delaware, right? And he was um working in the, uh, he was working in Philly. Um, he, 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 he's been working in Philly and, um, he's, uh, okay. Let me, let me restart that over. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. Um, but he's from, he's from Delaware, but he works in Philly. So a lot of his art is happening in Philly. And, um, he got on stage and started talking. He was like, yo, bro, who is you? What's your name? Bull said his name. And he was like, first of all, <laughs> nigga said, your dad was a rat, and you from Delaware. Why are you up here? And that shit peeved me so much because how do you expect Philly to be a hub of creativity and creation and art if we don't allow people from just outside to come into the city and create? Like, I get it. If you claiming Philly on some street shit, don't do that. But if you claiming Philly on some art shit, some creative shit, because you needed a city to go to to like spread yourself and like and like to gain awareness, and Philly is a close city to you. If you from South Jersey, if if you from Bucks County, if you from Delaware, and you just need a big city to come in and get shit popping at, and you can't afford New York, Philly is the place to be. Like it is this, it is a Philly is so well known for our art scene, but we don't allow outsiders into our art scene to uplift it. Like, you got to look at New York, right? Just look at the New York comedy scene, right? People from all across the country moved to New York to become comics, right? They all moved there. And after a certain time of putting in the work and being a part of the scene, you become a New York act. You become a New York uh, uh, comedian. 
Like, so there's, and sometimes niggas move to L.A., so you got New York comedians, you got L.A. comedians. But you may be from Denver, Colorado, but niggas will see you as a New York comedian because you contributed so much to the community. In Philly, niggas won't allow you to do that. Niggas gonna be like, oh, where are you from? You from Delaware, nigga? You not from Philly? And that scares people away from ever being accepted. Like, some of the biggest acts in New York aren't from New York, but they work here, and they bring money, and they bring culture, and they bring people to the people who are from here. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't shun everybody away if you want to be this big hub of art and creativity. And this is why Philly ain't seen as one of the major markets if you want to get popping, because y'all don't accept niggas who aren't from here. It's just plain, like, you don't, like, you can't, you can't claim that, yo, nobody, like, you can't claim that we are a major city of art and, and, and culture and community if niggas who, if niggas want to move here and be a part of that and contribute to it. A lot of these niggas be contributing to the community, contributing to the culture, and y'all shun them because they just wasn't born at Einstein. Y'all be shunning them because niggas wasn't born at Temple. Like, what type of time y'all on? That shit don't make no sense to me, bro. Like, it, and, it, and, it, and it's never going to make sense to me. Like, how can we be seen as this big hub for art? And I'm sorry, this is a really, for all, like, my, my listeners and, like, other parts of, of the world, I know this is a really Philadelphia, Philly conversation I'm having right now, but I have a lot of Philly listeners, and I think this is important for them to hear, like, like we can't keep doing that. Like we, like we can't keep doing. It. Even if you, if your city is like that, if you got a city where niggas move to to get popping, like you can't shun people who are not from there, because sometimes they will add to your culture. That's point blank period. That's why niggas. Why you think niggas from Philly? First thing they do when they get money, they move away from the city, because they they, they know they can't succeed here from ever. And that brings me to my next point. I want to talk about the young boy pop hunter. Um, the young boy pop hunter. Uh, the nigga from Corvette, Corvette, hop in the motherfucking jet like that. That nigga, right? Um, niggas claiming he a rat. Um, I don't know. First of all, I'm not in the street shit. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this first and foremost. Was I outside at some point? Yes, I was outside. I was a teenager. Of course I was outside. Was I doing dumb shit? Yeah, I was doing dumb shit. Was I doing shit that could have got me arrested? Yeah, I was. For sure. I was, I was, I was, I'm a black teenager. Of course I did some dumb shit before. But currently, am I? No. So I don't know nothing about the streets. I'm not a street nigga. I'm a podcaster, my guy. Keep that energy away from me. But. I want to talk about how niggas is claiming the young boy pop hunter is a rat. Um, I didn't I didn't read his paperwork because I don't give a fuck about his paperwork. All I know is niggas saying he a rat and niggas in Philly is shunning him. Um, he got a song with Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi said, take me off that song, Lil Bro. And um, that shit makes me mad. It makes me, it makes me mad. Number one, it makes me mad because why is Lil Uzi Vert acting like he tough? Lil Uzi Vert acting like he's some street nigga when he not. Like, like Uzi, I know where you're from. You're from Fancyville. You're from North. I get it. That don't mean you one of them niggas, though, bro. Like, you got money now, so you're probably feeding some of those niggas that's keeping you, that's keeping you alive like that. Cool, thorough. But, nigga, we seen your old videos. We seen how you was carrying it. We seen you, bro. I know niggas that used to watch you fucking dance on the subway. You not tough, bro. So why you coming at young boy for, for telling when he was 14 years old? And some niggas, some street niggas saying, oh, nah, bro, if you in the streets, you know the, you, nah, bro, if you in the streets, niggas know the code of the streets, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, if you outside, you outside, no matter what age you is. At 14, though? 
You was expecting this little 14-year-old kid to throw his life away, and that's why the streets is fucked up. <laughs> and that's why the streets is fucked up. Because it's 30-year-old men saying this shit. It's 30-year-old men saying, nah, bro, you was 14 and you told? Nah, bro, you a snitch, you a rat. He was 14 years old. A freshman in high school. Think about when you was a freshman in high school. How much shit did you know? Nothing, right? You was dumb as hell. You look back and think about it. I was a dumb person when I was 14 years old. I did a lot of dumb shit. Now imagine if uh, you got held up to the same standard you did when you was 14. The world would be a different place, wouldn't it, right? Like, I just, I'm, not, I'm not accepting that, bro. And it's, and it's mainly niggas in Philly who was calling him a rat. And I don't like that shit, bro. Like, you can't, like, we got, like, we got one, y'all. Like, we, like, we got one. Like, this nigga is on his way to being a pop star, bro. On his way to being a pop star. My nigga. He got, he had two big songs on TikTok. He had the, he said, he had the I'm Single John last year, and he got the Corvette, Corvette John this year. The, the fucking Corvette, Corvette John, it's, it's, it's still happening. You got Juju Smith-Schuster, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, dancing on people's logos before games to that song. And y'all want to get him out the paint? This is a big look for the city. For the city. You don't know what opportunities he can bring back to the city. And y'all want to, y'all niggas want to get him out the paint? Now think about it. He probably never ever going to come back to the city now because y'all think he a rat. Because y'all called him a snitch. Because y'all fucking up blessings that happened for us. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you can't, you can't. That shit peeves me, bro. Makes me mad. Like I'm, I, like I said, I'm not tough. I'm not straight. But at 14 years old, I told him, nigga, you're not about to hold me to that shit when I'm 23. You're not doing that. A decade ago, you gonna hold me to some shit I did a decade ago? Nah, bro. Especially if I'm not outside in the streets no more, you gonna hold me to that? It's different. Like if I'm moving in the streets still, like oh yeah, you a rat. I was 14 years old. I did some dumb shit as a kid. Yeah, I'm telling. I want to go home to my mommy. What are you talking about? Come on, bro. Niggas is weird. Like, I don't, niggas, is, niggas is goofies for thinking, like, 14-year-olds are supposed to hold up the street code. It'd be grown-ass men saying this shit out their mouth. Grown-ass grown men with, with, with families, with families and no jobs, and wonder why, and, like, the main ones on Twitter talking about some, you know what, bro, the world's so fucked up. No, nigga, your mentality fucked up. How you see shit is fucked up. Change that first, and things will change for you. I'm I'm um I'm off that. Uh but on things I learned on Twitter this week, since I got I that's that's that was all hip hop. I talked about Play Cardi, Meek Mill and Couple House, talked about Pop Honey, that's all that that's that's all um that's all that's all things I learned on Twitter. Excuse me, that's all hip hop topics. Um things I learned on Twitter this week, um where the money reside. Yeah, I, I know I know we heard the meme where the money reside, where the money reside. That's that's on what? Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> like I, I, we've all seen this video, right? If we haven't, I'm about to play it for you. Okay, let me tell y'all something. I'm doing something real big this month. Any deal that y'all got and they beating us, I'm gonna beat about four hundred dollars. Just give me your bin and the paper, cause I'm ass. What the what? What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. What a money reside. Okay, I told y'all before. Y'all know what I do. I give all these good deals and everything else. Y'all better ask about me because I do all that all the time. And that's on who? Mary yeah, had a little lamb. Mary, so where the money reside, dude? I, 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 I think his name is. I, I don't know. Uh, what's what? I don't know. Let me let me find out his real name so I can uh, have his real name and say it. Um, because I don't want to just call him. A... <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I don't want to call him that for the rest of this video. Come on. Is his name Ricky Smiley? What's, what's his real name, bro? What's his? He from Baton Rouge. Hold on. Um, I, I, I guess Rally B. That's his name. Rally B. His, his full name is what? Darrell Smiley. Darrell Smiley. Darrell, Rally B. Darrell Smiley. Uh, where, the, where, where, where the money reside, guy? Um, first of all, first things first. Let's let's um let's uh let's clap it up for that black man for getting that bag. I believe Honda is the company he works at, and they came through and gave him a bag. So let's clap it up for that black man. Um, that black man getting his bag from the white folks. I can't be mad at a black man getting that bag from the white folks. Um, um, he also trademarked it with something we talk about a lot. A lot of times black people go viral because we have a funny phrase like on fleek or some shit like that. And uh, we won't capitalize it. We won't uh, trademark that and then sell merch, which he has done. So shout out to that black man again. Let's give him another round of applause because that, that's something we talk about a lot in this culture. Like when you catch something, make sure you own that something. And he owns where the money resides. So shout out to him. But I need to say that um, just because you capitalized on it, and by the way, no hate here. <laughs> Whenever niggas say no hate here, they about to hate. I'm about to hate. <laughs> but just because you capitalized on it and it's dope, you getting your bag, don't mean I got to support it. Because that merch he dropped is ass. The merch, the money reside merch is so garbage. If you're watching the clip right now, I got a play next to my head. That merch is so bad. Like, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, it's just the words where the money reside on the shirt and like the worst the worst of fonts it's so bad it's so terrible and i get it you want to support a black business you want to support a black man you want to support all these things not only is he a black man but he is a he's a he's a member of the lgbt community um, i'm assuming he's a gay black first of all let me not assume he's a gay black man he could just be effeminate so i'm not even gonna put that out there but you are supporting the black man um I get it. I get it. It's a good thing. I get it. Like, it's a it's a dope thing to do. But that merch is ass, bro. That merch is, it's, it's bad merch. It's, when I saw it, like, I went to, let me tell you I know it's bad. <laughs> let me tell you I know it's bad merch, right? Because I went to go buy the merch. <laughs> I went to go buy it. I was going to support them. Like, I, like I, was, I was like, I was happy. I was happy this nigga actually, got to do that like i'm like oh this nigga owns this he gets like he owns his own merch now like he about to sell this shit oh the bag going crazy for this man right because i've seen a lot of people who had um who did fakes of it he got all the fakes he got all the knockoffs taken down which is really dope because he owns it like no you can't you can't you, you you can't sell this 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 is my i i, I own his intellectual property so i went to go support him and i, and I went to go buy some of the merch and I saw it, and I looked at it, um, and it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Um, if <laughs> it's bad, that's all I gotta say, guys. It's bad. Listen, instead of instead of just hating, I'm gonna give out some constructive criticism. Um, if you catch something, if you get a viral phrase, if something go viral for you, right? And you trademark that shit and you say, okay, how can I make more money off this? Your idea is to make merch, which isn't a bad idea, especially this phrase where the money reside. Like, that isn't a bad idea. Like, make some merch. I get it. Do that. But don't make it corny. Don't make it corny. 
we talk about all the time how we need a, a, a like stop the fucking the fucking t-shirt print business because a lot of y'all be printing t-shirts and it don't be good t-shirts same thing with you really be stop printing these where the money resides t-shirts i believe these all these are sold out shout out to him for selling out first of all i don't know how many orders he had but there was 30 dollars a pop is one two three four five five different colorways so it's it's a bag it's a bag he got bro i'm assuming the thousands probably i'm assuming like maybe and high hundreds at minimum like he he made some money off this shit but it's bad it's bad like that's all i can say is bad like it's not good i just want to say that like don't just because you caught one doesn't mean like you good now Really try to make it dope. Like, really try to make something that not just people who know the phrase were or, 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 or like, just want to support black business will wear. Make it just a cool T-shirt that anybody would want to wear. They got a phrase on it. You know what I'm saying? Because that that could have that could have did something. You could have got, like, a cool logo or some shit. Like, I don't know. Like, do a mock of the fucking Monopoly. I think you did something similar to that where it's, like, it's kind of like a, a Monopoly man. No, it's not. You did. But you could have just had the fucking Monopoly man. You know, when he got the bag over his shoulder and you could have and you could have and you could have had him like where a bag that say where the money reside and him running just that on the shirt. That would have been doper. I don't know, like something cool. And you could have put the phrase where the money reside on the back. Small. Listen, let me tell you something. You could never go wrong in a T-shirt business with a small logo on the left breast and something big on the back. You can never go wrong with that. You can never fail with that. That is a that is that is a tried and proven t-shirt method. You can't miss with that. Like you can't miss with small on left, breast big on the back. You can't miss. But yeah, man, shout out to Relly B. Go support that black man. If you in LaSalle, Louisiana, go buy a car from him. Um he got he got great deals apparently. He's in Baton Rouge. Go support that black man. Um but that t-shirt was ass, brother. That was, that, was, that was a bad t-shirt. But I support you still. Let's go on. Say it. It was ass. Okay, on to other things. <laughs> things I learned on Twitter this week. Um, did y'all know that KFC has a console? Real thing, guys. <laughs> this, is a, this is a real thing. KFC has a console. I'm on the landing.coolermaster this is their man this is their landing page for the kfc console i'm just going to read it to you guys i'm going to read it to you introducing the kfc console the tagline is power your hunger the kfc console has arrived forged from the fires of the kfc ovens and built by a cooler master from the ground up there has never been a tastier way to experience the latest titles in stunning 4k 200 240 fps okay Build design by Cool Master. At Cool Master, we're wired different. We wired different at Cool Master. We go beyond and outside of the box to deliver cutting edge performance with a touch of class. Our expert mod team, led by the legendary Swedish craftsman, Time Play, set about building this awesome beast, and, and boy, did he deliver. Okay. The main thing I want the main thing I want to tell y'all about this KFC game of console is um number one, it plays games. Also, it hates chicken. I'm not making this shit up. I I can listen, guys. Google the KFC console. This is a real thing. Not only does it play games, 
but it heats chicken from KFC. So let's say you you you, you was a fucking nigga. They build <laughs> these niggas build an air fryer with a game system in it. <laughs> That's all. Honestly, hold on. They might did something just now. Now I think about it. An air fryer get niggas love air fryers, but an air fryer and they play games. Ooh, that go crazy. Like imagine you a, a, a super KFC fan. You eat KFC all the day, all day. You can be playing 2K and shit. But like, damn, I did buy some KFC last night. Oh shit, I got a wing left. I got I got a drumstick and a biscuit. I throw it in the console. You heat up your console. You playing 2K. You knocking it out. Like this is craziness. By the way, like food companies and companies, period, have a long history of releasing like games right just games i remember on the xbox 360 one of the first games i ever played on 360 it was a burger king racing game can i can i find that i believe that's a real thing i don't i don't know i don't know if that's a fever dream or that's a or like or that's like a a, a real thing because i i believe i believe that was a real thing i'm googling right now guys that's how you know i don't i don't do uh scripts no more because i just be googling shit i just be yeah it was it's called pocket bite pocket box Pocket, oh, I can't read. Pocket Bike Racer, guys. This shit came out in 2006. It's a real thing. Come on, can I buy this right now? Xbox 360 video game. It's on Amazon. It's on eBay. Added to cart. Yeah, I'm buying that. Uh, <laughs> nah, but it is a history of people, um, of of these companies, these food companies getting inside the video game sphere. So it isn't anything new, but to release a whole console is crazy. To release a whole, like, is it, I, I, here's the thing, guys. I know they have a whole website set up, but can I purchase one? Can I purchase a KSC console? Because if I can, I will buy that shit. I, I'm not lying to you guys. I will buy <laughs> Listen, I'm looking dead into the camera. I don't know if this camera can see me because I set up the camera weird today. But I'm looking dead into the camera. If I could buy this shit, I will spend part of my two thousand dollars the government is going to give me on this console. And I will I will I will hop on Twitch and I will play games on this console while I heat up KFC chicken. I'll put right hand on a goddamn Quran, my nigga. I swear to God. Cause this shit sounds nuts. It's a real thing, KFC console. And if anybody wants to uh, uh, contribute to the KFC console, here go my cash app name, cash app me some money. Um, I would love it uh, for just listeners. My cash name is uh, dollar sign Dom Sharp XL. So send me some money. Um, I would love to play this KFC console. I would love to play it. Um, but not for free, though. Pay me. Okay, that's that's pretty much um all the things I learned on Twitter this week. Um, do I have anything else I want to talk about? Um, do I have anything to rant about this week? Has anything made me mad that I was like, yo, oh, here we go. One more thing I want to talk about. One more thing. Uh, here go my rant for the week. Cause usually y'all know I used to do the hoe stories, but then I ran out of hoe stories because I stopped being a hoe. Um, but now it's uh I'll rant about things into my pod. So here's what I want to rant about this week. So, as you know, I think the Andrew Show special is garbage. And that's, I'm fine with that reality. I think it's bad. Some of you may like it. Some of you may not. Some of you may not know what I'm talking about. But I think that, I think that, uh, Andrew Show special is, is bad. But that's, but that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, beside the point here. Andrew Schultz's ex-girlfriend, she goes by the name of Sarah Phillips. Um, 
Um, I don't know who Sarah Phillips is. I don't know what she does or who she is, but um, apparently she's a Canadian singer, and she used to be with Andrew Schultz. Um, she says the relationship ended six years ago now, so that would have been what? What six years ago? 2014? Um, I never heard of her, but granted, I just I listened to the Brilliant Idiots podcast about 2015, 2016. So granted, they could have been together. I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on her story that they were together. But she came out and said that Andrew Schultz was abusive of her, that he was an abusive man. He emotionally manipulated her. He, uh, he, uh, he verbally abused her. All these, all of these vile things she said about this man. And um, my biggest thing I want, I want to say about this is. She waited until after Show Says America's job. Because I believe Show Says America came out on December 17th, right? This Instagram post is from December 20th. So she said that this relationship ended six years ago. Andrew Shows has been blowing up now for the last three years, maybe two years. He's been blowing up. He's been getting more and more fame over the last two years. But she wait until the apex of his fame, the very peak of his fame, He's at the, he, he finally got the Netflix special to come out and say, oh, he abused me. I don't like that. I do not like that. Because she says that, only reason, she says that the only reason she talk about it now is because uh, I can't open Netflix without seeing his face. Okay, don't go on Netflix. You, it was probably times you couldn't open YouTube without seeing his face either. Like he was on the biggest podcast in the world. He was on Joe Rogan. Twice. Twice now. Three times, I think, now. Multiple times he's been on Joe Rogan. You didn't get those notifications? You said you don't watch any podcast that that, that that wasn't recommended to you? Before I ever watched the Joe Rogan podcast, I was getting recommended clips from the Joe Rogan podcast just because I watched Joe Rogan. Like, I, No, no, it's not, excuse me, because I watch other podcasts. It's like, oh, you like other podcasts? Maybe you'll like Joe Rogan. You telling me your algorithm had nothing to do with anything comedy, anything podcast-related until now? I just think it's very weird to wait until this man is at the top to come out and say he abused you. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it didn't happen because, granted, your story could be very true. And I, I wasn't there. Like, I don't know. Like, it, 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 I'm not about to sit here and say, oh, this bitch is lying because I don't know. The, I, I don't know this bitch is lying or not. This bitch could be telling all, the, all of the truths. By the way, I just put my chair up to get it higher because I wanted to be in the camera. That was not a good idea. Oh, right here. It's so good. <laughs> But now this is weird. Andrew Schultz, brand new Netflix special, recently engaged. This relationship ended six years ago, 2014. And six years ago, I was six, seven, 17 years old. I was, I was a teenager still. And this is, and this is when you're going to come out with it. Sarah Phillips, I Googled her. She's a failed singer. Failed. That's not Trump when I said it twice, but she failed. Like, she just does covers of songs. She doesn't really have any fame. Her Instagram doesn't really get a lot of traction. And this is the time you want to call them out. I think that, I don't think, I don't, I, I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I'm not going to say it didn't happen. But I don't think most people uh, uh, listen to her. I don't think nobody cares. Because I haven't seen one think piece about it yet on Twitter. Not, not one single think piece. So, that's all I wanted to say. Um... So, yeah, I don't know who the fuck Sarah Phillips is, and I think she's just doing this for some clout. I'm not, I'm not saying, by the way, I don't think that, I'm not going to say that I don't think that it's true, because it could be true. I'm not about to say, oh, she's lying. I don't know Schultz personally. 
I listen to him about for an hour every week. But I don't know that man personally. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he acts when the mics is off. I don't know. But I I can kind of think that you wait until the day four days three days after the special come out to say it. That's kind of weird when you had all the time beforehand to come out and and, and smash him. But you wait until he had his apex to do it. That's the thing women do a lot. They wait until you are at the top to come out with these allegations. And in this time we live in now where we are in the mindset of believe women, which we should believe women because historically we haven't believed women. We took their stories and cast them to the side. So we should be believing women. I get it. But in this time where we just say, uh, believe women um, and the facts don't matter as much, you could really harm somebody's career like that. And I don't want that to happen to show. But hey, man. I don't know if she's lying or not. I don't really care if she's lying. I just think it's weird. But, hey, man, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think I gave you guys a good podcast week. If I didn't, you'll let me know. Um, This this is uh, Playbook Cardi's over off of Whole Lot of Red. You lead the music drop when I say that. It's my shit right here, nigga. Yeah. Too late right now. Oh my god. Damn. Damn. I thought we got to where we started. This love don't feel how I feel when we started. This love don't feel how I feel when we started. Got me thinking so deep, I'm in my conscience. Got me doing these drugs that help me balance. I ain't trying to blame you, but this shit a challenge. I live my life like a kid with allowance. My life so fast, I need me a down bitch. And I keep tatting under my armpit. Don't make me start a fucking riot. Sometimes this shit gets so exciting. We ride around, we started riots. We ride the bank cause we want profit. We took our shit and kept it silent. We took that route cause we about it. Say you catching them bodies, I highly doubt it. My boy shot at them niggas and he rolled them off my lane. We fought that they keep best, fought that they parties. I jump out the rope, I feel like your party. Got chance on my sleeve like a party. I'm smoking that weed just like a Marley. One shot and he bleed, please don't bother me. He should have bought it back the way he did at the front of the track and did the track, and I'm never going to forgive him for not doing that. But I guess. Okay, this has been another episode of the Listen Why Should Podcast, the Homo Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to Why You Shit, the fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Now Google that. That is the fact that who you going to believe, nigga, me or Google, they're minding your data right now. Be afraid of the niggas. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in the world every human has, opinions and assholes. I was so happy to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys. Wow. Wow. Did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listened to? Uh-uh. You're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? It doesn't make how. It doesn't make sense. 
<laughs> but nah, seriously. Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this while you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoy the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story. Tweet about it. Post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say. We're like, no, what's up, fam? Nah, but honestly, like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like, if if like Go on my Instagram. Like, I I respond to, damn, they're all the comments to of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community, and I really want you to be a part of this community, and I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you next week. Wow, have a good day.